Hey, welcome back to the Common Ground North Dakota podcast. I'm Heather. And I'm Jen. I've been a chef for 10 years. And I'm a registered dietitian. We've all heard the saying, farm to table. But what if the conversation was table to farm? Join Jen and I as we sit down with ag experts to dig in and find out more about North Dakota agriculture. All right, welcome back to another episode of Common Ground North Dakota. I'm Heather. I'm Jen. And uh, hey, we're here to talk about sunflowers today. Do you know about sunflowers? Well, so this summer, right, my niece came up with some friends from from Nebraska and they wanted to go out and take pictures in sunflower fields. And then my son did it too with his girlfriend. Like it was a thing because they're all over, you know, in the late summer. Yes. and they didn't have a lot in Nebraska, apparently. So they found so some here. Thing. Yeah. They, they Come found to North some Dakota for your sunflower, sunflower pictures. pictures. Yep. And they just did it right on their iPhones. And that got me thinking about like, man, there's a lot to learn about sunflowers. There's so much. See, when I lived in Carrington, we there was a sunflower seed, uh, field across the street from where oh, we lived. Yeah. And so we would go play in there and like take the sunflower seeds oh. in between making friendship bracelets. You oh, know? nice. Yep. And... I always wondered, well, what happens? Because they weren't salty, right? They weren't ready to eat. So I want to know all about that process from field to baseball game. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we have an expert. We do. Welcome. Hi, Allison. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. So Allison, tell us what your your job is in the sunflower industry and, and like what do you do on a daily basis with sunflowers? So I work for a company called New Seed. We are a sunflower breeding company. And so we we breed new hybrids for, okay. for growers. And okay. we also produce the seed that the growers plant. Okay. So in, in my role, um, product development slash agronomy. So okay. I'm taking a look at what the new hybrids are that are coming down the pipeline. Okay. So what are the new products that growers are going to be having available to them in the next couple of years? Mm-hmm. Is that the right product to bring forward? And so I'm kind of that middleman in between our sales team and our R&D team. Okay. okay. And how many different types of sunflowers are there? So there's there's more than you would think. So mm. you have your, your confection. So that's what you'd find at a baseball game. Okay. So those are a little bigger. They have stripes on them. Yeah. Um, you know, you... You crack the shell and you eat the the meat out of it. Uh-huh. And then you have con oils, which is just a cross between your oil seed and confections. Okay. And what you get is a little smaller seed. Okay. And they hull it. And that's sold into bakeries. Or if you've ever been to a salad bar and, and you oh, see like a dish those yeah, those. Of, of the sunflower seeds, um, that all comes from con oils. Okay. Okay. And then there's the bird food market. Oh, forgot so, about that. Yeah. yeah. Can't That's forget a big about market. the bird food market. You know, you go into uh, Walmart or Runnings, yep. Tractor Supply, and and you can buy a bird food mix or just okay. a straight bag of sunflower seeds. Yep. And so there's certain processors that do that, and they have their specs that they have to meet for quality. Okay. And then you have the oil crush market. Oh. And so... Sun butter? Um. Sun butter would be the con oil market con oil. because they want to hull it and uh-huh. then and then just use that meat to make that sun butter. Okay. Sure. Okay. What's the oil crush? Um, you can buy bottled, oh. bottled oil mm-hmm. or or okay. or bakeries. Um, um, you know, there's also been dog food. 
uh, ingredients, um, tires. I've wow. I've also been told before. But, wow. And then within that oil crush, there's there's different um, oleic specs. So you have your high oleic oil. Yeah. And then you have your new sun, which is a um, a branded term or trademark term for um, a middle lake. Okay. Profile. And so there's all these different categories that a sunflower grower can can sell into, and and some will cross sell into others, and others are very specific. Wow. And we're growing all those in North Dakota. All of them in North Dakota. Oh, wow. So like, yeah. And do they all look like the big, pretty sunflower we envision? They do. So if you were just driving by, you would Mm -hmm. have no idea what what one is versus another. For those of us maybe that have more of a trained eye. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Usually if I'm driving by, I can look and say, oh, I I bet that's a confection. Okay. Because usually they're planted at a lower population. And so they have a they have a bigger head because okay. you're you're really going for seed size, right? Versus sure. your oils, they're going to be a little bit tighter together. Okay, but well, you know your stuff. I mean, you've been in this business for a long time, right? Yeah, I've I've been with New Seed for nine years, okay. and then um, um, worked with sunflowers prior to that, and also got my my masters in sunflower breeding. So, what wow. was it about sunflowers that drew you in? So, I worked. Um, in retail as a sales agronomist for for five years at a in a small town in South Dakota. Okay, and w- what I found was that um, so so my growers would grow corn, soybeans, wheat, and sunflowers, but not everyone grew sunflowers. Sunflowers was kind of the the niche crop. Okay, and what I realized is that if I kind of went the extra step with my customers and said, "Hey, if I scouted your sunflowers for you during bloom time." for insects, yeah. if I provided that free service, would you buy your sunflowers from me? It, it wound up working to be a very good process. So I, I really enjoyed that scouting process during that time of year. Uh, there wasn't much else going on and it, it gave me an extra sales opportunity. That's great. And so I, I really kind of started to develop my passion for sunflowers with, within those growers. That's amazing. Yeah. And then after a couple of years, I noticed that there was some issues. Okay. Um, there there can be quite a few diseases that can impact sunflowers. Okay. So sunflowers is is one of the few crops that's actually native to North America. Oh. And because of that, you know, we get a lot of bugs and insects, okay. and which also makes it good for breeding here because we can make sure that it can tolerate this environment. Right. But I was noticing that there was a lot of issues. Okay. And so then that's kind of what led me down my my graduate school path is I wanted to help be a part of the solution. Yeah. Wow. So that, that's so interesting. Creating like the different varieties like that are more insect resistant or, or yeah. plant or um, weed resistant or disease resistant. Is that kind of why we would want different varieties? Well, or, the big overarching thing is mm-hmm. you want different varieties because there's all these different market classes. Oh, okay. 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 But within that, so let's just take oil seed because yeah. that's the biggest market class. Okay. okay. So within oil seed, you're you're always breeding for just the same as any other crop. You want good yields. Yeah. You want the plant to look good in mm-hmm. the field mm-hmm. and and have good quality for the processor. And then once those bases are covered, then you can dive into is there any insect resistance okay. out there that's needed? Um, is there disease resistance mm-hmm. out there? And uh, NDSU is mm-hmm. is the biggest sunflower breeding and pathology place in the country. Oh, wow. For sunflowers. Nice to have. Cool. It, it is. There's some great, great people. Uh, you work pretty closely with them? We do. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dr. Sam Markell, 
He's the a sunflower pathologist at NDSU with extension. Oh, okay. Um, you know, always uh, a pathologist. A pathologist. Yes. He, the, every time he sees my name on his email, he's probably like, oh, I got to answer her question now. But why not <laughs> but use that resource? That's, that's amazing. amazing. Well, exactly. Yeah, that career. And That'd it's be cool. And it's a team effort, right? Mm-hmm. Because because we need, um, you know, we need everybody having their own part in order to make sunflowers yep. a success mm-hmm. for for growers in this area. Yep. Right. And they understand our climate, our, so- our soil. That's great. So, yes. So talk about like the, the journey of a sunflower. Because, you know, we think of them when they're like bright and yellow and like pictures in the field. But like. Right. Is the seed a sunflower seed? Or It is. It is. It and like is. how long? Because I feel like the harvest is later in the year because they have to dry down. Right. So they hang out for a while, don't they? I know. Right. So what does that look like? Like the growing season? And then where does it go from there? Yeah. So typically a grower would plant. um Early May. Okay. Uh, the month of May. Okay. So it, it, it really varies based on your area. Okay. What I've noticed is northern North Dakota, northern Minnesota, they're really aiming at that early May to mid-May. Okay. As you go further south, it seems that they plant a little later. Mm-hmm. Um, I think part of it is the other crops that they plant, and part of it is just that's what they've always done. Okay. Uh, I'm always a big promoter to customers that they should plant early, mm-hmm. um, okay. but sometimes it doesn't always work out for their for their mm-hmm. operation. Okay, they plant the sunflower seed. They plant the sunflower seed. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, here's here's a little fun fact. So with our con oils, since okay. we use both a confection and an oil seed parent or parents, mm-hmm. whatever the mom looks like okay. is what the planting seed is going to look like because it's a maternal trait. Oh, see, here's where we're really getting into the Genetics. breeding. Here's the breeding <laughs> aspect. So oh, it's all about the mom. It should yeah, be, as it know. should be, right? <laughs> yeah, but but otherwise, most of them, um, you know, you, you have a black oil seed for planting mm-hmm. and and that's that's what it's going to look like. Okay. Wow. So we um, uh, we do all hybrids. When you get into some other areas in, in the world, mm-hmm. um, in, in Europe, Russia, Ukraine, uh, they, they're still using some open pollinated. And what does that mean? So what that means is it's a, it's a self-pollinating crop. So you're not using two parents. You're okay. just using one, kind of like they, they would with soybeans. Oh, okay. So you're, you're just uh, you're using inbreeding to, to, okay. to create a new line. Okay. And, and so technically, a farmer could grow his crop mm-hmm. and keep growing the same one. And and it'll just look the same because okay. it's uh it it's an open pollinated uh-huh. inbred line. Okay. Versus when you have a hybrid uh-huh. like uh like we we use with corn uh-huh. and and sunflowers here in the U.S. and in most places in the world, you're using two parents. Okay. And so what would happen is if you planted, so if you're a grower uh-huh. and you planted the seed uh-huh. that that you grew, uh-huh. um, number one that's that's not legal, oh. but. But number two, your your sunflowers would also look, um, I mean, they would look a mess because mm-hmm. you would you would now have the offspring of those two parents. Sure. And so mm-hmm. it wouldn't be a it wouldn't be an inbred line. Okay. It would be the next generation, if that makes sense. So so you would have a combination of some of the mom, some oh. of the dad, um, you know, some in between. Okay. 
if we had, if we had a whiteboard, I could I could do some. Well, and this is why you wow. need a pathologist, right? <laughs> yeah. Like this is why it's really yeah. complicated. It yeah. is. It is. And then sunflowers gets even more complicated because mm-hmm. so sunflowers is a is a perfect plant, oh. um, in the sense that the male and female is on the same part. So with corn, mm-hmm. you have your your silks on mm-hmm. the on the cob, and mm-hmm. then you have your tassel. Mm-hmm. And all you would have to do is just break off the tassel mm-hmm. and and you remove the male. Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay. Well, with sunflowers, it's all it's both on the face of the sunflower plant. Okay. So ah. what our breeders actually do when they want to make a new cross mm-hmm. is they go out every morning mm-hmm. to a sunflower head yeah. and, with a pair of tweezers. No. And they have to pull out the pollen tubes wow. every morning. So because every morning a sunflower will put on a new ring. And so our breeders are out there with tweezers, with tweezers pulling out the new ring, wow. and then and then they rebag it because you don't because otherwise bees will bring right. yeah. will bring right. foreign pollen. They go in later in the day and bring pollen collected from another plant, and then we'll we'll take a brush and brush that pollen on. And then the next morning, you got to do it all over again. Oh my gosh, they sound like sunflower estheticians. <laughs> yes, that's a process. Like the tweezers, right? And then you, you got to bag them. At least you got that natural light to help. <laughs> oh my gosh! Wow. But oh rain, or, rain or shine, um, if 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 there was two inches of rain that night, that's you, a commitment. You're out there with your tweezers. Yeah, you got to put oh on my your gosh. boots. And <laughs> I had no idea. Wild. <laughs> yep. Why don't our um, breeders work very hard? <laughs> do we? Okay, so I'm thinking about the sunflower as I'm driving by again. Do they really follow the sun? So, yeah, so back back to the whole life cycle yeah, yeah. of, of right. once it's planted. Um, so it follows the sun up until bloom time. And then okay. and then it always face east. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, it's that's important to know if you're ever going to take pictures and right. you want like a sunrise or a sunset. Okay. Um, they always face east. Interesting. And, well, and that is good to know. And... So you were saying you had some friends that were in town that wanted Mm -hmm. to take pictures. Mm -hmm. And there's something on the North Dakota Tourism website about where to find the best location. Yeah. So the National Sunflower Association partnered with um, North Dakota Tourism. I'm not sure. I think it's housed on the North Dakota Tourism site, but it actually shows a map of where you can find some sunflower fields. That's so cool. I love that because you always do want to jump out when you see it. I know. You're like, oh, that's so cool. But unless you have people from out of state, you never really do stop. But if you have someone from out of state, they're like, stop the car. We are taking a picture in that field. I think we just don't know that we have the abundance of, of crops. And is North Dakota a top producer of sunflowers? Is they, that right? They are. Okay. So um, North Dakota, South Dakota, North Northwestern Minnesota uh-huh. has over 80% of, of all the U.S. acres. Wow. wow. So I know most people think Kansas and, ooh, it's the sunflower yeah, state. But, but it's not. It's North Dakota. It's <laughs> That's another one for North Dakota. I know. So once, okay, so say the sunflowers are dried down, right? They have to dry down in order to harvest them. Do they harvest them with like, a combine like and do they have to have special equipment to harvest them and then once they are harvested do they just go to the elevator or where do they go yeah so they they either go to an elevator or to a a specific processor so a lot of growers with some some will grow open market but a lot grow based on contract okay so within north dakota Mm -hmm. and i think this is one of the biggest reasons why sunflowers stay in this region mm-hmm. it's because there's there's processor options oh if okay. there's if there's no contract mm-hmm. then 
what would motivate somebody to grow. So so we have processors in the state that they can bring to. Of all of the things like oils, confections, you said. Mm -hmm. Yep. All of them. So I'll I'll just give some examples here. Uh, On the crush side, we Mm -hmm. have ADM in Enderlin. Okay. um, Cargill in in West Fargo. Okay. Um, On the uh, con oil end of things, you have um, Sunrich, there's Red River Commodities. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there's another one, uh, Advanced Sunflower in South Dakota. Um, you know, there's Schooler is another one. Okay. And so these are all customers that growers can contract their their flowers with. Okay. And then Confection, uh, you've probably seen the brand name Giants. Yep. So that's one of the big contracts? That's... Um, they contract confections, confections. And, then, okay. and then put them into their bags. And then you would find them in, in the gas stations. Uh, yeah. Spitz is another one okay. um, that, that okay. maybe maybe you would see. So let's talk about the edible sunflower seeds. I want to know more about the dill pickle process. Right. <laughs> Those seem <laughs> like, to be a favorite, yes. right? So Giant, where's that? That's in North Dakota. Giants is in uh, Wapaton, North Dakota. Okay. And we see that everywhere. We do. They were on the nightstand as I was leaving and I'm like picking out my outfit. I'm like, oh, we're talking about sunflowers. (laughs) So most most people, depending upon what you're interested in. So when I go into a gas station, I'm Mm -hmm. always like, oh, I wonder what uh, brands of sunflower seeds are selling. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, they got a new flavor. Oh, these ones don't look good. Or oh, these ones look, this is a new one. So many different flavors now. Yeah, there there are. There's a lot of different flavors. And then for me, since since I work in the industry, you know, I'm I'm looking at uh, what seed they're using. Oh, and, sure. And size. The size, okay. the shape. I mean, that's a whole, it's a whole nother focus. It's, mm-hmm. um, um, it's a lot different than breeding just your, your basic oilseed sunflowers because you, you have the processor in mind. So the processor okay. has a customer that wants a very specific look. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they have a specific length and mm-hmm. width. Uh, we call it the shoulders of the sunflower. So that would be the bigger part. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, does it does it crack open good? Does it uh-huh. taste good? Yeah. All very important. Yeah. Yes. And then not only that, but it has to perform well for a grower. Yeah. Right. In the processing of the actual sunflower. So let's take sun butter. Let's let's go back to sun butter because really the customer was maybe some schools mm-hmm. that couldn't have nut butters. I mean, that's really super popular now. Um, and that's a North Dakota product. It is. It is. And uh, and it is good. So if any of your listeners haven't tried sun I butter, like it. Have yeah. you tried the chocolate? What now? Oh, there's, there's flavors of sun butter, too. It's mixed in there? There what? is. I should have brought you some. <laughs> oh, that sounds good. Yeah, yeah. So it's it would be most similar to Nutella. Okay. okay. Liking this. But it, it has a lot less sugar. Great. So it's not oh. quite as sugary. So yeah. as long as you kind of know that in your brain, that yeah. it, it's not mm-hmm. meant to taste just like Nutella. Oh, I'll have to look for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The varieties and it's nice to have like a, a spread that they can have without having to worry about allergens yes. because that's been a huge thing. Mm-hmm. Like in my area of work, I know we're always concerned about nut allergies as you know, that's one of the more common ones. Mm-hmm. And to then have a product that can be safely added to to school menus. Right. I think that's a huge deal. So that's a, a very important market, I would guess, for you and listening to consumers, it sounds like, and listening to their customers, right? So it's consumer driven? Most definitely uh, consumer driven. Mm-hmm. Uh, another part of, of, I think, 
what's driving consumers to like sunflowers mm-hmm. is they're they're considered a non-GMO crop. Okay. And so just in some customers' minds, that's um uh that's what they want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that gives sunflowers also another market that's okay. that they can that they can go into. Yeah. But back back to the sun butter. Yeah. Um I brought some samples with me of sun butter down to the hefty field day. It's a um big field day down in South Dakota. Oh, cool. And um, we had some leftover boxes from an event that that we had given some out. And I thought, oh, who's going to walk around with these jars? It's like 98 (laughs) degrees on this day. And they went really fast. I bet. Because a lot of people had never heard of it. Mm -hmm. And it you know, even though we're in the business to to sell seed, uh-huh. anything that we can also do to help to promote right. sunflowers. Absolutely. I mean, helps drive more demand, helps yeah. our growers. Mm-hmm. It, it just, you know, we're such a small industry right. that we all have to work together. Right. You want to promote it everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, Allison, I've been distracted ever since you mentioned the illegal part. Right. Um, <laughs> I just, I'm I visualizing like, like detectives this. and police officers in the field. Can we go back to that? And uh, how the illegal you, seed? Yeah, and how would you know? Yeah. Like, would people know? What's going on? We got a little bit of law and order going on here. <laughs> so, okay, so when you buy a bag of traded seed, mm-hmm. um, there is some legal jargon on there um that kind of explains that that you cannot plant it it would be called bin run seed who's making these laws who like who says well it's it's a it's it's um it's a federal law oh that's okay that counts all right so other otherwise well here's here's what could happen so if if these laws weren't in place Mm -hmm. breeding takes a lot of effort Mm mm-hmm and it takes a lot of money and it mm-hmm. takes a lot of resources, mm-hmm. especially, um, you know, everything has become very scientific now. Mm-hmm. Right. We have uh, we have our own molecular molecular lab that, that we use and, and those things aren't cheap. Right. No, I imagine. And so when you produce a new product, you need to protect it. Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay? So there's the protection part. Okay. Um, I think it's called plant variety protection. Okay. Um, so so you have that protection in place. Those okay. laws aren't necessarily out there in in the entire world, uh-huh. sure. but, but it is within Here. the United States. Okay. Okay. So it's to protect the companies. Sure. Um, from number one, the growers uh, keeping the seed in their bin and then planting that seed. Mm-hmm. Okay. So mm-hmm. that, that would be your bin run seed. Mm-hmm. And then it also protects... Other companies from you can't just take the genetics from another company sure. and start breeding with them. Okay. So it, it protects the company. Now, you also wouldn't want to do it from a grower end of things because, like I had said, your field yeah. would look like a mess. Yeah. Now, you can do that with, so wheat, for example, is yeah. is open pollinated. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's just an inbred mm-hmm. versus anything that has two parents. Mm-hmm. You don't want to plant that. It would be called the, that F1 seed. You don't mm-hmm. you don't want to plant um, the seed that you would be hauling into the. OK, sure. Because because it, it would it would it would look a mess. It, it wouldn't be nice tabletop uniform, uniform looking. So it wouldn't be good okay. for the grower. No. And you're protecting essentially these laws are protecting all the work that you're doing mm-hmm. to make these. Yes. High quality yes. seeds. And, okay. a, and another reason why a grower also wouldn't want to to do it. So so I talk about how you would have like some of the moms, some of the dad. Mm-hmm. Well, in sunflower breeding, 
your males are branched. Hmm. So our males almost kind of look like a wild sunflower. Really? And and the reason why we do that is because it extends your pollination. Okay. So you you have your female line out in the field, mm-hmm. and then you have um, your your male, which mm-hmm. is your pollen source. And so our our males are, are branched, and so they they look like these kind of wild sunflowers. It has mm-hmm. one kind of decent size main head, and, and mm-hmm. then it has a bunch of bunch really? of branches. So if we play close attention, we'd be able to decipher. One from the other? Yes. Okay. I'm going to yes. look a little closer mm-hmm. next time. Same. You would definitely. So if you guys were to ever take a tour of our breeding facility yeah. that we have, um, it's just outside of Fargo, okay. about 45 minutes. Okay. We have we have all sorts of uh, male plants and female plants. and wow. So interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. And and the females just look like. Perfect. Just, just, just a right. normal. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> Look like just it's your normal, <laughs> your normal, your normal sunflower, uh, with the exception of once we decide there's a mom mm-hmm. that we want to work with, mm-hmm. it has to go through a conversion process because we have to make that plant sterile, oh. and so it really dives into this this whole nother um, um, section and responsibility of our of our business is converting these mm-hmm. these females mm-hmm. um, to be sterile, because how do you plant? sunflower mm-hmm. if you want it to pollinate with something else if mm-hmm. it's not if it's not sterile and and, and yeah and so there's a there's a conversion process to oh do my that goodness when you said you were a sunflower breeder i was like what you're a sunflower breeder right <laughs> yeah. i mean now it just <laughs> it makes, makes sense. perfect sense it makes sense oh are we, are we ready for a host halftime probably probably let me get our board <laughs> oh oh my goodness i'm excited i'm excited too we've gone over a lot of information but i feel wow. like whew. all right this is our our golden trophy of corn <laughs> that you know the winner usually gets which is usually heather are so, you are, i know <laughs> are you craving sunflower seeds right now Yes, dill. And, okay, so who was eating them? Your husband eats them on the nightstand. Well, I don't know. They were just randomly there, and I'm like, why are they? Maybe he took them out of his pocket. And... I have no idea. It was a big pack of sunflower seeds. But that might be a good bedtime snack. I mean, why not? I'm like, why are those there? watching but... a little Netflix, having your sunflower seeds? I mean, it was motivating for me today. <laughs> so, speaking of whether or not it's a good bedtime snack. Oh. Mm-hmm. oh. Sunflowers are very high in what nutrient? Oh, yes. Jen. <laughs> or, or I'm sorry, in, in, in what vitamin? Oh, oh, good. Sorry. Sorry. Yes. yes. Okay. I'm going to say D. E. Jen's right. Good job, Jen. <laughs> I had unfair advantage. I expect nothing less from you. I know. Oh my gosh, my NDSU <laughs> professors would be so embarrassed if I got that wrong. So vitamin E. Okay, we need that. Yes. Okay. We kind of <laughs> covered this in the beginning, but how many different market class options are available for growers in North Dakota? Like how many different segments can they sell into? Oh, I said four. Four? Five. Oh, oh shoot! So where 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 it gets confusing is so within Oil Crush, you There's, you have your Middle Lake and your Ohio Lake. Oh oh yes. Okay. okay. Yep. Okay. And then your bird food con oil confection. Okay. All so right. there was two there. Yep. Five. But five total. Okay. Okay. We also covered this one. Let's see how good you ladies were listening. South Dakota, North Dakota, Northwestern Minnesota make up what percentage of U.S. acres? 
Hmm. Oh. On average. 80%? Yep. Yay! Okay. That's correct. Woo. We did listen. We listened really well. Oh, yeah, and so and even I'll give a shout out to our friendly neighbors to the north yeah. in Canada. Okay. Um, so most Canadian acres of sunflowers are in southern Manitoba. As, really? As well. So right there. So it, it just kind of follows the the valley a little bit, and then Ooh. goes it goes west. Wow. So we learned so much about we sunflowers. Did. There's, there's a lot of history to that too. If you guys ever want to. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Lots more to learn. Yeah, there is always. And hey, I, I finally have a win. <laughs> oh, you yes. deserve it. Well, <laughs> thanks for the vitamin E question. <laughs> I appreciate it. Well, this has been really fun. And yes, thanks just, for teaching us so much. Yeah, we appreciate you coming in. I absolutely love talking about it. So anytime. Yes, awesome. you're a wealth of knowledge. Yes. We do have one last question before you go. We'd like to know... What's your favorite part about being involved in North Dakota agriculture? I'm a Minnesota native, um, so I, I became a North Dakota resident oh about eight eight years ago. Um, I really like the variety of crops mm-hmm. that there is, and growers' willingness to try new things. That's awesome. Um, I I feel like they're they're very open to to that. Just you know, with with new crops that have come um, on the market, you think about um, you think about well, some of the more niche, but even um, like your field peas and mm-hmm. your okay. edible beans. Um, you know, hemp that's right. come on the market. Um, you know, just just some of those. Um, we also have have omega three uh, canola, and and so that's you know, and and that's really when I started noticing things like that is how how open are growers willing to try new things? Yeah, and they absolutely. are they're ready to go for it. They are. That's great. They are. <laughs> great. Well, thank you so much, Allison. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Anytime I can sit down and chat with awesome. fellow ladies on agriculture, I'm all in. <laughs> we love it. We have lots to learn. Yes. All right. Well, that was fun. That was fun. Until next time. Until next time. Thanks for watching Common Ground. And you can find us wherever you listen to your podcasts. See you next time. Thanks for tuning in to the Common Ground North Dakota podcast. Make sure to follow us on social media and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Most importantly, send us your questions about North Dakota agriculture by visiting our website. You might win a prize. We'll see you in the next episode of the Common Ground North Dakota podcast.